that's accurate. We were driving back from LA to Tucson, and we've been on a trip, um, so we thought we'd do a little test recording uh, in case we want to record in the car at other times. So we're testing out an app to use and see how that goes. So we're just going to talk about some stuff and it might be a podcast. It might not be a podcast. If you're hearing this, it is a podcast. Maybe. You don't know. It is a podcast. If someone's hearing this, it <laughs> means we decided that we're going to Unless the someone is us when we're listening to it later. Oh, blew my mind. <laughs> Um, so we went to LA area, Anaheim this weekend, oh, well I guess just yesterday and then we're coming back today, um, for beer related shenanigans. Um, yep. Uh, we went to, uh, Bottle Logic, um, in Anaheim, uh, we just stayed in the Anaheim area just pretty much the whole time, uh, went to Bottle Logic, mainly it was the primary reason for coming over here. Is that the release of their uh, their uh, barrel aged uh, vanilla bean imperial stout uh, fundamental observation? It's really good. Yeah, it is amazing. And we so, had it so we got bottles of that, the and last then time we're, we were there. coming into uh, coming in to pick those bottles yeah. up and stuff. And um, even though we're gonna be there in like two weeks, we couldn't yeah. pick them up then because the window. Yeah, there's a, there's a small closes. pickup window, so we had to kind of make the trip and stuff, but. Um, so we just came out for one night and then just kind of hung around the area. So we hit that and then we went to, uh, there's a new, a newer place like within walking distance over there called Hopperazzi, uh, that was a really, really cool place. Really yeah, liked. we actually liked it a lot. Yeah. We didn't a... know what it was going to be like. We'd never been there before, but no. it's really close to Bottle Logic. So we were yeah, basically like, just like, why not go over there and check well. it out? And, and I definitely will be a place that I'll continue to go. So if, if you ever make it to to either one of them go to the other. Uh, yeah, because they're really close. They're really close, and they're they're both really solid breweries. Um, and then uh, we stayed closer to the brewery, um, which is, you know, one of my favorite breweries, period. Uh, so we went over there for a little bit and just had a couple, couple good beers um, and then kind of capped off the evening by just Ubering down to downtown Disney. Yeah, getting a little Disney in, even though we couldn't yeah. go to actual Disneyland because we didn't have time. Um, it was bumping. It was really busy. It was crazy. This is, I mean, this is the Fourth of July weekend, so yeah. I, but I it was mean, definitely the busiest we'd ever I, seen downtown yeah, Disney. I've, I mean, obviously we didn't go into the park or anything. Um, I'm sure the park was really I'm busy. I'm sure too. the park was. Well. I mean, it's obviously a holiday weekend. It's a big deal. You know, a lot of people. This is their trip for a lot of people. You know, yeah. coming down to Disneyland. Um, but man, the just the it was wall to wall downtown Disney. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. All the places that like all the food places like like Wetzel's Pretzels had a line out the door. Like yeah. it was it was great. Listen, we still got a table to eat our beignets pretzel. though. Yeah, yeah. So we always whenever we go to downtown Disney, we go to the, uh, so there's a restaurant called Jazz Kitchen um, that is uh, like a, a French Quarter kind of themed restaurant, uh, like New Orleans. Uh, food and um, they also they have like a, a, a legitimate restaurant and then also kind of like a little side um, yeah. jazz kitchen express yeah it's like a the fast food version of yeah. it like where they just can you have quick food so so we always eat there like every time we go to Disneyland because there's not a lot of places you can get beignets that's pretty much uh, it and they're actual anywhere like, where we are usually right so if you've never had a beignet they're like you're probably an idiot the, I mean 
<laughs> I Listen, mean, too Alina, bad. It's that sad is for you. rude. I'm sorry. I Some didn't mean Some people have not had the opportunity uh, <laughs> due to geographical. I do feel sad for you though because they're super delicious. They're uh, they're fantastic. They're I mean, it's basically just fried dough. Yeah, uh, with powdered sugar. They're on it. they're donuts. They're French donuts, but um. But yeah, it's just like little squares of fried dough with powdered sugar. That's it. Really Nothing good. fancy, but it's basically just like the best thing there is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they use that. They're made famous by a, um, a place, a chain in New Orleans called Cafe Du Monde. Um, and this place is uh, there. There's a lot of places that like do beignets, but uh, not a lot of them like use the real. Right. They like use Cafe the actual Mont mix. Is the yeah, and they use the real mix. And you can get their mix. And, yeah, and they taste, they honestly do taste, you know, I've been to New Orleans a couple times, and my favorite thing, thing about New Orleans is the beignets, uh, and, uh, and they taste, it's been a while since we've been to New Orleans, but they taste the closest of anywhere that I've ever had beignets, like, that I, like, they taste oh, like the they're one. they're so good. I wish so that good. we had more right now. There is one more in the back. Yeah, it's, but it's. I mean, not that it wouldn't be still good, still good but wouldn't they're really good, good yeah, when they're fresh yeah. and, and hot, you I'll know? Still, I'll still eat it if you don't yeah. want it. Um, yeah, so we went there, and then just... Jimmy uh, Buffett has a line in one of his songs about beignets and the Café du Monde. Did right. you know that? Yeah, I think, you, I think you told me that once. You guys, I like Jimmy Buffett. You're but, the idiot. <laughs> I think we should do a podcast <laughs> about making Dan listen to a bunch of a Jimmy Buffett, because he doesn't uh, like Jimmy Buffett. <sighs> And he hasn't uh, really no, experienced you know, it. Ooh, okay. you could go to a concert. Oh, God. You've Once never I, done that before. No, that's true. Do I have to... Will you buy the ticket for me? I'll go if it's uh, free. If I'm I had money, pay. I would do that. Okay, that's but probably I, not going to happen. Then. Someday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we did that. And then today we went to... Um, the, that brewery, the, the brewery uh, has a second location that they opened up called the Brewery Taru, which is more focused on their their wild and uh, their wild and sour stuff. Um, and uh, this was like kind of their soft opening. For, there was like an invite thing for people that are in like the Reserve Society and Hoarders Society, club which is like yeah, that Dan the, pays money to be yeah, in right. for the so, brewery. Um, so like the the people that were are part of that got an invitation to go to that if they wanted to, and so we popped in there. It's a really nice location. All the they have all like their their uh, sour barrels out there and stuff. And, yeah, it was really uh, nice. Yeah, it's really the beers really were nice. really good. Great beer. Uh, we had a we've had a lot of good beer this weekend. Oh yeah, beer pendants day weekend. A lot of great sours. Hashtag. Um, but yeah. All right, we don't <laughs> don't stop trying to make hashtag beer pendants day happen. It's a thing. Uh, hashtag beer pendants day. But yeah, and now we're just headed back. Uh, Driving home. Back to Phoenix right now. Sad times. Down to, to Tucson. Um, we could have had more beer and ate more beignets, but we have to go to work. Yeah. Some at some point. We got a couple weeks of work, and then we have our, our real. Our headed true, back to California. True real yearly vacation. For Comic Con. Uh, which is also kind of what we wanted to test this out is because we might use that the, this app to kind of do uh, some recording while we're actually yeah. at Comic-Con. So we can record some clips of things as they happen and yeah. then maybe edit them together for a, a con yeah. post. We can, I mean, there's a lot of waiting in line. We could maybe record a bit. A lot line. of waiting in line. Maybe we could find someone to interview. I'm in sure line. we could. Find, <laughs> there's a million people in line. I'm yeah. sure one of them would have some things they wanted to say. Um, Especially, you know, at one in the morning or whatever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what's up? What, what else is up? What else is 
top tier <laughs> podcaster, Aaliyah Moore. <laughs> you know, just I'm just improving here. We don't have any notes. You're just falling <laughs> apart. This is a disgrace. <laughs> I have a really bad memory. Well, I'm fine with talking about stuff if we can't think of anything. I did want to say, uh, I thought maybe we would talk a little more about Tim's specific beers, but if you don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't um, know. We, the, in addition to fundamental observation, which is why we went there, uh, Bottle Logic also had another special beer on that day um, that was a double stone fruit. Um, Berliner Weiss. Yeah, that. And it was super delicious as well. Yeah. I really good. like fundamental observation, um, but I could definitely drink a lot more of the double stone fruit one because it's lighter. Well, um, and also alcohol. it's 100 degrees and it, that's, it's really that's a 14%. If it was in the winter, I would maybe drink more fundamental observation. We Uh, should save our bottles for winter. Right, yeah. Like bears. Don't don't say our bottles. Those are my (laughs) bottles. Oh, yeah. You're going to share with me, though, right? Uh, We'll see. Okay. That's rude. I'll just drink all six in one night. When I'm not there? Yeah. I'm at work, and then I get home, and you'll just have had all of them? I would probably die. Don't do that. Yeah. It's going to be hard to carry this podcast all on my own. Yeah, clearly, you're a mess. As soon as like, as soon as like, what are we talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I'm panicking. I thought of something that we were gonna say. I think we should share uh, uh, the really awesome idea that you were talking about for Netflix. Oh, uh, make this happen. Somebody who has programming skills should why, make this happen. Why? Why isn't there? Uh, why two things first of all why aren't there playlists on netflix yep i want to be able to make a playlist of episodes of tv shows particularly like sitcom and stuff yeah like Like, for me once a year so a lot of times so one of the things i do which we'll probably like podcast a bit about when we get to that time um i think so yeah once a year i try to watch uh a scary horror movie uh, every day in October. And there's um, a chance that I might be on a regular schedule by oh then, yeah. which means I, I could actually watch, actually watch a lot of them again. with you. But you get scared. Yeah, I'll close my eyes during uh, scary parts <laughs> and cover my ears. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, I really like doing that. But on Halloween itself, a lot of times I'll watch Halloween, the movie Halloween. But like, on Halloween itself, one of my favorite things to do is just watch Halloween episodes of TV shows. Yeah. Um, and kept thinking like why can't why isn't there something where I can just like start a playlist where I just drop in episodes from sitcoms so that you don't I like have to like search yeah. through and every episode and find the Halloween episode yeah and it would just automatically play I got like 20 episodes you know like I got like you know 20 episodes from a sitcom that I you know from different sitcoms you know like you can get one from that 70s show and one from The Office and one from Roseanne Netflix, make and this a thing. one from Frasier and like why can't why can't they let us do that? I just it seems like a very simple thing. Yeah. Um, and right. Then, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, it I don't would know. Be. It's maybe because they haven't done it. It must be real hard because yeah. it seems like such a clear, obvious idea to be able to do that. Um, yeah. And maybe it's you know maybe it's kind of a specific request. Like I don't know how many people would actually use it. So maybe the idea is like how many people are actually going to use this versus. Well, the I feel like a lot of people might use it. Maybe I. Who knows? But the the um, the other thing is uh, 
kind of in that same vein, like, why not have uh, an option where essentially it jumbles up, if you, you could drop, you know, you could either have um, channels that play, you, you know, you pick, like Spotify, you pick, instead of picking an artist, you pick a TV show you like. Like, you pick, you know, that you you love Parks and Rec, right? I do love Parks and Rec. Yeah, so do I. It's one of my favorite shows ever. You pick Parks and Rec, and then you can go to the Parks and Rec TV station, you know? Yeah. Like why, and then, like, it just plays episodes from Parks and Rec, but also just drops in random episodes. Other shows. Other shows that are that similar. That might be similar and like, that it thinks you just, might like if you like Parks I, and Rec. I just wish there were more apps that had a simulated television experience. Because, like, we don't have cable, you know? Like, we, we've decided that we go just the Netflix and Hulu route, right. which is fine, and that works for me, but... We've made that choice. There's there's also... And we've honestly, made our bed, and now we have that, to lie in it's it. It's not that much cheaper, really. Like, I mean, we're not, like, saving a ton of money, but that's just what we do, but you know? we would have Netflix and Hulu even if we also got cable, right. so it's that's, not... That's it, we, we are saving money. We did have cable for, like, six months or a while back, and yeah. we still had both of those. Yeah, so... Uh, but, but yeah, it would just be nice if I could have a simulated yeah. television then experience. Then you could watch just put something episode on. and then just something yeah, else comes on. Also, it, my suggestion, if they do that, you, you could also take out the thing after every four episodes that says, you know, are you still watching yeah. Frasier, you disgusting slob? Yeah. You've Thanks been watching for Frasier making us feel terrible hours. about ourselves. Yes, Netflix. I'm watching Frasier. I'm always still watching yeah, Frasier. Yeah, all the time. Just let me watch Frasier. And, and we're also in that vein, just like a thing, like you could also have essentially just like, you know, you could pick a one show that just is a randomized episodes of the show. Like, you don't even, like, if you want, you can just, like, randomize, you know, drop it, like, drop an episode to Frasier. Like, you don't have to watch it from top to bottom. Right, like, just, yeah. like, shuffle them up and just, like, let them go. Like, or in the same vein, like, if it's a playlist, if you had episodes that you, you know, maybe you didn't, maybe you could shuffle all of them, but say, like, I don't really like this episode or this episode and pull things right. out. And so you oh. can shuffle all of them except for the episodes so, that you don't want to so see. So this, this takes me back to the actual reason it wasn't the Halloween thing that made me want that playlist no, feature. No, it wasn't. Uh, That's not what brought it up. It was The Simpsons. No, no. What Originally, when I thought oh. of, when I was thinking about that idea with the Halloween thing, like, multiple years ago, like, the, the reason that I always wanted that feature is because I want to have a playlist that just has the funny episodes of the X-Files. Oh, yeah. That's why I wanted original. I was like, let me just be able to drop all those into one folder and just press play and watch it. Yeah, you know? that's a good call. Or a, a kind of truncated... If you're feeling light and you just want the good the episodes that are like sort of satirical right, fun yeah, ones like, and not the like deep mythology ones. Right. Or, and I was, or if you just want to watch the mythology ones, you yeah, can do that. Or a playlist that just cuts out all the episodes of the X-Files you don't really want to watch right. again. Like, you know, that are like, because there's a, you know, I love the X-Files. It's one of my favorite shows. There's a lot of stuff in there that like, yeah. I don't really need to watch that episode on a rewatch. Like, no. I mean, like, you probably only need to watch them the one time. There's a few then, episodes that I could probably never see again. In yeah, five. absolutely. <laughs> there are some rough episodes of that show. Uh, you know, and especially you get into seasons like eight and nine, you probably would just like, there'd be like four episodes a year you'd be watching, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like it would be a fun. I think that that is a good idea, and I would also use it a lot. Someone should make that happen. Netflix, are you listening to this? No, they're not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> they're not. Really. Oh. Well, that's too bad. If any of you 
until people that not the Netflix now part. They're gonna be, everyone's gonna be tracking Gary down. I think they won't be doing that. Also, oh god, I'm not. Uh, all right, I'm trying to. Sorry, there's a a situ a road situation. All right, we're we're, we're clear. Okay. It's not your fault if you can't get over. You yeah, can't no. be like. I feel bad though. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. That's my idea. If it's you're probably, related to Gary Netflix, I'm, why are you asking him to do I know, it? I should, I should ask him. Uh, yeah. You blew it. That would be really nice. Yeah. I'm well, sure that kind future. of thing will happen with something eventually. Yeah. I would be surprised. I'm sure, and I'm if maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. Maybe yeah, I, maybe there's an app out there that already does that, and we just don't know yeah, about it. Probably, probably the probably case. not though. I mean, you know, like yeah, well, on like you know WWE Network, you can just like watch whatever they have already decided is the programming lineup for that day. Right. You know, so like it's nice they at least have that option. Yeah. Sometimes every once in a while I'll have that on and just like see where it takes me, you know. But that's like, the other thing is maybe Netflix even it wouldn't necessarily be something that you created, but they could just say like sitcom channel yeah, or like whatever right. channel where it's just pre-built exactly. with a certain type of yeah. show but like playing different things. Yeah. Um that seems like maybe it would be less work because it wouldn't be like every one person be able to do it on demand. I mean it yeah. still wouldn't be helpful for some of the things that you were talking about, yeah. but it would at least be more of like a TV simulated sure. um situation. Yep. So I agree. Uh have you been watching anything lately that speaking of TV uh Segway Master that's uh, I, you know what I actually just watched uh, is I watched the, um, I watched the uh, uh, O.J. Simpson Made in America documentary, which is like a five-part like documentary about the, well, it kind of covers all of O.J. Simpson's life, mm -hmm. but it was one of those thirty for thirty things. Uh, and there's five episodes, and they're each an hour and a half. Um, which is funny. Like I also watched the that series, the American Crime yeah, yeah. Uh, story uh, that was the fictionalized. Oh, there's another comic version of it. Um, and I liked that. Uh, I enjoyed that. I thought it was really good. Um, you'd think I was OJ'd out, but, but no. <laughs> I had heard, but I had heard such good things about the documentary, and I like all those thirty for thirty movies. They're really good. Um, so I watched that, and actually Dan Dan Riker was the oh, one that yeah. was like talking about it. I was like, oh, that's a weird pick for him, but like, but uh, I was like, yeah, I feel I'll check it out. Uh, and I really liked it. Um, it, I mean, I think that the the, the OJ trial is such a endlessly kind of crazy, fascinating thing to me. Yeah. I, I think it probably partially just because like it was at a really interesting age for us. Because uh, it yeah. happened when we were, so we would have been. We were pretty young. Yeah, we were. I mean, like we were in elementary school and stuff. Yeah. So like my memories of him are, are so different. Uh, I mean, I remember knowing kind of what it was and like hearing people refer to it, but I don't think I really knew a lot about it when right. it was happening. Yeah, I mean, like I think that uh, I knew the simple. I was too young to care yeah. much, really. I I remember being interested in what was going to happen, like, whether he was going to be guilty or not, but I never, like, like, I wasn't sitting around watching yeah. the trial footage every night. I know? think like, maybe my, uh, not 
I'm, I'm not very good at being on top of current events or like knowing what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I think that has been the case since I was a little kid. Yeah. Like I kind of had heard that it, I, I knew it was a thing, but I was never really I remember, on top of what was happening. I, I remember enough that I remember being a little kid, like, because I, I must have been in probably, you know, uh, it must have been like third or fourth grade, something like that. I, yeah. I'd have to do the math on that, but, uh. Yeah, because I remember, I have a specific memory. I want to say late elementary school. Having to do with being over at Kristen Murphy's house. Uh-huh. Um, related to OJ, like, it came up or something, so, and that was, she and I were really good friends in, like, right. third, like, el- like yeah, younger it, elementary it, it school, so it was there. probably, like, third or fourth yeah. grade. Um, but I remember, like, being, like, the old, I remember vaguely, like, when he was acquitted, being, like, but he did it, right? Like <laughs> even even at when a I was a little age, kid, like because every knew. that's what everyone like thought, you right? Know? Well, and and that's it gets into a lot of that because obviously that was pretty divider along racial lines and stuff at that point. But um, that the it's a really interesting like documentary because it's not obviously like that's a long documentary if it was just about OJ, but a lot of it is about like kind of the racial climate at the time, yeah. Um, because you know obviously that was right in the wake wake of the Rodney King stuff and. Um, it, so, like, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on at that time that was made it a really interesting, uh, divisive climate, and uh, that kind of was that, you know, exemplified that in, and, yeah, exactly. It was, yeah, and you know, obviously the def- the defense uh, was so focused on that ended up being what the real defense ended up being about, you know. Um, but it was it was really interesting, and also it was it's, it comes at a time that it's very topical again, like, just in the sense that, uh, because of a lot of things that have happened over the past couple of years that, you know, are very, you know, yeah. divided people racially, um, and it, it's an interesting, uh, kind of, um, I guess just kind of parable for where we're at now, um, but it, I thought it was really good, and I, I mean, it was really well done, and there's a lot of, like, new interviews and stuff that they, they did, and, um, so you would recommend... Absolutely, I think I think it's really interesting, um, and it's it it absolutely is relevant now, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a fascinating story. I mean, just from a standpoint of just uh, take away all the stuff that makes it still topical, but um, it's a fascinating story, just of a really you know kind of just this crazy figure that. Yeah, the whole situation is just it's, super it's, crazy. It's insane. It's it's uh, that uh, I mean, it's it's very much a you know one of a kind story. Like yeah. someone falling from that from that height, you know. Like it's it's kind of wild. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's funny. It's just like I said. It's just interesting that I watched. You it's know, like, like the story of Icarus. If Icarus murdered someone, <laughs> flew too close to the sun. <laughs> And then also murdered <laughs> Murdered the son. <laughs> yes. Uh, he murdered two sons. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that definitely... Um, it, it's an interesting story. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like, it's still interesting. Like I said, it's just like... Just like I... It was like two months ago I watched a 10-hour, you know, miniseries about it. And then... And then this. still wanted to watch a, yeah. you know, a six-hour, seven-hour, whatever documentary about it, so... Um, even though a lot of the information overlaps, obviously. But, yeah. But yeah, if there's new information, then it... Yeah, it, no, it's, it's great. Like, I, I really liked it. Um, but I, I get really... I True crime...
crime stuff is really interesting to me, and if it's produced really well, like, I could just watch documentaries. Yeah, it's probably good. We don't have cable, or you'd be watching those true crime shows, like, all the time. Yeah, I also, I watched, the other thing I watched, actually, also, speaking of documentaries, I watched this movie called, it was on Amazon, like, it's a documentary uh, called, gosh, I feel bad if I mess up the name of it, Uh, it's called Nintendo Quest, um, I want to say, but it's about, it's this documentary about we'll a guy. We'll fact check that later. Yeah, I'll feel really bad. We'll put it. On the next episode, we'll be like, we actually, it, it was correctly called. in the description. Uh, actually, you have your phone. You should just search it. Here, oh. I'll hold that. Okay. Uh, no, I can hold that and search it. Um, That's right. Anyway, but the, the, the plot is, well, plot, it's, it's a documentary, but it's a guy, it's this guy that they give a challenge of 30 days to collect every single... Yeah, Nintendo Quest uh, documentary came out in 2015. Yeah, so it's it's this... So these guys from Canada, and this guy has to go, and he has 30 days to find, to buy every single NES cartridge that was ever made. Wait, let well, me... Wait. Not not every one that's ever made, every different one. Not, okay, not I, every like, single I don't think that that is that uh, impossible. Tough. Very difficult, very expensive. Yeah, so um, wait, why are they... Why is he doing um, well... Is he giving himself the challenge? No, his friend gives him the challenge. Oh. But he's, like, that's his, one of his, like, main hobbies, and he's interested he's in collecting. So there was 670-ish or something okay. like that. Did he already have a decent amount? He couldn't. He had to rebuy everyone Oh, that he that's a had. bummer. So I don't know what he already had, they, they, but he did have a collection on it. But he had to refine everyone. So some of them are really valuable and hard to find yeah. and stuff. But he had his own budget and he wanted to do it like with his own money and stuff. But it's 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 very light and I love stuff like that where because a lot of the footage is like him going to like garage sales and yeah. like trying to say and I was like I was three like, like going sh- like to game like stores too. and trying to find stuff and like uh you know it, there it goes a little bit into like how it kind of like is it's like cuz he's kind of like a you know a shy guy like kind of right. like not not, so it's helping him get out of right. His so he like zone had to like bit. haggle and like stuff yeah. like that, and like it's you know ended up. Oh, haggling is the worst. Oh yeah, I, I, I couldn't haggle. I hate it. But um, it was really fun. It was just like a nice fluffy like you know. A little break from true crime. Yeah, it's not as intense. As <laughs> I mean, you the the segue. I don't know what made you think of it. But I was expecting there to be like some true crime element because you were like, oh, also this thing. And then he murdered, then he murdered two people somebody. at the end. Because he had awful. to murder them for their cartridges. Yeah. That was the only way he could get them. Yeah, he had to. Yeah, it was horrible. That's not what happened. I, Big, ama- I haven't seen a it. Horrible twist ending. Uh, <laughs> That's really sad. But um, yeah, no, it, nothing bad happens. Okay. It's Good. everything ends on a happy note. Okay. Um, I won't spoil you as to whether or not he does it in case you want to watch it. But, whether he completes his challenge. That sounds like a, I would watch that. It's really fun. Like, yeah. it was one of those things that, like, I just had... Because I love... <laughs> there is a... Set, my favorite type of, like, show, TV show to watch that I'll get so obsessed with is, like, anything involving, like, collectibles and, yeah. like, toys and stuff. Yeah. My favorite show, man, was that Toy Hunter show. Oh, yeah, that show was so that? good. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so sad when they stopped making that show. I loved it. That like, was a good and show. And there was also that one that was, like, um, so the, what was the one, uh, Hero, it was, like, Hollywood, oh, Hollywood
Hollywood Treasures. Yeah, Hollywood Treasures. Oh my gosh, Hollywood Treasures was amazing. You love that show. And Hollywood Treasures, uh, what's their company called? Uh, they're always at Comic-Con. Yeah, they always have yeah. a booth at Comic-Con. Remember the so guy's can... name? Remember, like, we oh, yeah, ran we into the Joe, the like, the main guy, Joe, and yeah. I was like, dude, I love that show. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they always have a booth, and they have a lot of cool, like, yeah. props and things that they've acquired So, basically, um, yeah, if, if you never it's saw it, I, I don't know out. if there's any way to watch it. Now, I'm sure, illegally, right. there's easy to find, but it was on Sci-Fi Channel, and it was it basically was so just, the, it's this company that, that buys and resells uh, props, like, used, um, like, movies from movie, and, movie and TV, TV shows, stuff. Yeah. and it was basically just, like, them, like, tracking things. them down, and, like, and buying them, and finding buyers for yeah. them, and then doing or these... Sometimes they would have at a the end it was an auction like they was, basically yeah they were buying them for somebody yeah specific. sometimes they would have specific buyers that were like i really want this prop like can you get it for and, me? and actually remember that that show was the show that that was what really got me into collecting original comic book art like because oh, remember yeah, like yeah. after we watched that and like i think there was maybe an episode where they dealt a lot thanks with, a like, lot that. hollywood treasure <laughs> yeah. dan is poor no, now poor. uh actually i haven't bought i haven't bought that in a long time but like uh Oh, there's a horsey in front but, of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but originally, um, yeah, that was like kind of... Yeah, that was a good show. Because it, it combined things that I liked from other... So, like, there's a... Yeah, there's another reality show where it's just an auction show. And there's, um, you know, a show that is just collecting. And a show where they, like, go around to... Like, it sort of combined a lot of other of those types of reality shows into one like it had all the things in one show yeah it was so much fun and then yeah and then toy hunter was like this one guy that was just going around trying to track yeah. down cool toys and he would go to people's houses and buy yeah, them like so. sort through their yeah there, storage um, units and uh, jordan hembro i think was his name oh, was uh, yeah i don't he and um yeah, it I was a fun show. show. And then there was that other one that only lasted like a season that was like, oh, uh, Collector Intervention? Collection Intervention? That sounds like a better title. And oh, it was yeah. that woman who like comes in and is like, this is a shit show yeah, of you a collection. Are, you need to sell a bunch not, of this stuff. And wasn't it usually like somebody's significant other like called? Right. They were like, my wife has too many of this thing yeah. and it's out of control and then this lady would come in and like help them organize it and yeah. like choose which things to get rid right. of and yeah. stuff. And it actually like it so that one's a little bit sadder because they're like getting rid of stuff but they usually did it in a way where it was like you don't really want this stuff like you, right. want, you don't and they need still, more like she like select them, which ones you like. Yeah you she know? helped them keep and like organize and display nicely the right, ones that yeah. they ended up keeping. Exactly. It wasn't just like you have to get rid of all your stuff. It yeah. was like okay well you have five feet of stuff that you have no idea what's there you can't even see it so let's sort it out let's get rid of some stuff that kind of thing right yeah yeah, yeah exactly i think that only lasted one season she uh, should come to our house hey <laughs> just kidding uh, we got rid of a lot of stuff yeah, recently we when we moved uh, a lot of it's in a storage unit yeah so. <laughs> don't go there uh, well most of the stuff in there is just like books yeah it's um, a lot of books but, but yeah uh i love that stuff man like that's if I could just watch... No, you know, they like, should you know, make more that, shows like um, that. We watched that, uh, you know, a couple years ago, we watched that documentary about the the E.T. cartoon. Yeah, I was going to uh, mention Atari that before Game Over. when you were talking that about That I love, like, because it's just about... Like, it was basically about yeah. that, you know... Um, I know. I wish I there were more things like King that. King of Kong. Remember how good King of oh, Kong yeah, was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love, like, video game documentaries. What was that Star and, like, Wars one? Wasn't there a Star Wars oh, one? Oh, yeah. The, the That one also was on Amazon. It was, like, the... Yeah. the people who collect like original Star Wars action yeah, figures. Yeah, that was 
a cool uh, plastic galaxy. Yeah, I think that's what it right. was called. Um, You're right. I love that stuff. Like, I can watch just, and that's one of the things I really like to watch on, like, the internet. Like, sometimes I'll, I remember, well, game trailers doesn't really exist anymore, but, uh, the, the well, um, the people who, they, you know, game trailers, they got, they ended up getting, um, they let go of all the people and, like, they ended up, you know, not, it's no longer a thing. And then the people that are still, the same people who moved over and created their own thing called, uh, easy allies that they're oh. doing now but one of my favorite things that they used to do uh and they had kind of already started to cut back on doing them because of they had even before they stopped being a real thing the, the budget dropped a lot so they had stopped doing this thing that was called retrospective uh retrospectives which was um they would pick a really well-known um video game series and go through the story of like basically like um, give the background on the entire arc of oh, the release helpful. of the series. Like, no, no, no. Well, okay, sorry. I should clarify. Uh, they had two different series. Retrospectives was about the cultural impact of each game. Okay. Um, so it would be about, like, it would say, like, in 19, you know, 95, this game came out, and, you know, this was the response, and, like, this ended up changing this, and all this stuff. It was a documentary basically about the series itself. They also had a series called Timeline, which was the actual storylines, story which they only ended up doing, like, two of those before the budget I feel like there's definitely some video game storylines that I would be like, okay, it'd be nice to have it, like, all spelled out. Their next one that they were going to do was Metal Gear before they dropped out. The two that they ended up doing was Zelda and Kingdom Hearts, I think. Yeah. And the Kingdom Hearts storyline is... <laughs> so hard for me to follow. Uh, so that one was, that one's a pretty good decision for you know. Yeah. But, um, but we yeah. We were just talking about the Resident Evil thing. Oh, with that the, would be a good. One. We were, they did do a retrospective on Resident did Evil. They? But, we were we're thinking um, about um, playing. No, you didn't, didn't get it. I tried. Try, to open wait, the, try again. Sorry, there's gonna be a little extra noise. Oh, yeah, there you go. There uh, was a bug. There's a um, fly that I need to let out. Uh, so we were thinking about before playing the new Resident Evil game, going back and playing a bunch of, yeah. maybe not every game all the way through, Everyone but... Everyone we can Right, we, there's a couple PS4. that we don't have. Uh, um, which will be... A console to all play. The, all the mainline ones, except for uh, two and three. Yeah. Um, um, and then we might stream a little bit of that on Twitch, not like every second, but we, yeah. might, we might try and do that on our Twitch channel a little bit. Um, but then we were, because we were talking about that, we were talking about the storyline... Um, and how it's one of those ones that, yeah, like, it, throughout all the games, you're just like, wait, what? What? It's what? Tough. <laughs> What's happening again? Why is this happening? Yeah, it's basically like a ton of stuff happens, but nothing actually happens. But like, right? It's just like it, there's not a lot of big like movements in it. It's just like like it's actually pretty. Their stories are pretty the simple. But over all the little story. stuff, yeah. is kind of. But to keep to track follow. of all the little stuff, it's like how Halo is for me yeah. too. Like it's. Halo, I especially don't need to. I mean, not, I know you don't really need to in any game, but I care. Like, at least Resident Evil, I kind of want to know. Halo, I'm just like, let's shoot some aliens. Yeah, like, let's get past this, you know. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I just, man, I just really, uh, I, I just wish that I could watch. That's, like, my favorite thing to watch. I, like, if yeah, I could have an endless I really stream like that stuff of documentaries about video games and, like, <laughs> 
just like because that's why I love like watching people. You know, I love watching people yeah. play video well, games. Well, I, I mean, that's why you watch Giant yeah, Ball a yeah. lot, right? It's the, pretty much just a exactly. lot of them talking about video games. Yeah, that's um, that. Yeah, that's definitely like why a big portion of why I watch so much of the Giant Ball content is that it's kind of ongoing. And that's why I watch a lot of the game trailers. I used to watch a lot of the game trailer stuff. Uh, and I think they're going to start doing more of that on the Easy Ally stuff. But anything I find that's, like, even close to that realm, you know, even if it's not as, like, you know, produced and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? It's actually kind of surprised that you don't just watch more general Twitch. I mean, that's just a lot of people well, playing video games. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but you want to hear them. I talk there's, about there's it certain in a like people that I, I like as personalities, and I think, and honestly, there's so much content from Giant Bomb and kind of funny and Easy Allies and stuff like that, and games, uh, GameSpot, and like, there's so many people that I like there. And that you like, don't I don't have enough time Giant to even like, Twitch. like, I mean, what am I? I don't watch a lot of. There's a lot of Giant Bomb like quick looks that I don't get to and stuff like yeah. because like I'm either watching that or I'm watching a lot of old stuff that like you know like that they made multiple years ago that I'm just catching up on and like there's just so much stuff like it's hard to ever keep up with it um, yeah but uh that's understandable we are uh we'll watch some I mean speaking of Twitch like this week is uh Summer Games Done Quick I don't know when so Summer Games Done Quick is just uh so twice a year Games Done Quick does a thing where they raise money for charity uh, by just having all all the best speedrunners from the, around the country come to one location and just do speedruns of games for one week straight. Um, and it's one of my favorite things to watch every year. And there's there's two of them. There's one in the winter, one in the summer. And right now the summer one's going on. I, I, will, I mean, hopefully we'll get this up so there's still a little bit of time, you know, before, yeah, so people can, can tune in if they have it. Like tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's running. It started yesterday uh which was you know for that that would have been the second um or the third uh and it's running through the end of july 9th um so it's pretty long yeah it's a week long every every time uh which is uh it's great and it's so much like it ends up taking up pretty much all of my spare like all of my spare time for the week that it's on is like this like just watching that i just watched that um but uh that kind of i think i was telling you this the other day um, live streams of stuff like that. I just love, I don't know why, it's just really relaxing. Like, um, sometimes Geek and Sundry will do 24-hour yeah. hour live streams for stuff. Um, they just did one recently with Amy Polar Smart Girls uh -huh. um, that I didn't get to watch a lot of because I was at work most of the time, but um, I did watch them. I don't know, I just love watching those. Like, yeah. just knowing that anytime you can tune in and it's on and something it's will comforting. be happening, um, it's pretty comforting. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, yeah, that's why I love uh, when when Extra Life comes around. That's one of my favorite things, too. Because uh, I know that there's going to be these, you know, people like a Giant Bomb and people at GameSpot and stuff. And I know that they're going to, you know, for multiple days at any time, I can just turn that on. And I know I'm going to get to see, you know, Drew's going to be on playing Halo or something. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. or, or, or Vinny's going to be playing some Witcher or something like that. You know, there's always going to be one of those people who's streaming, like, constantly for, like, several days. And it, it, it's really, like, it's just nice, like, you know, that actually kind of goes back to, like, the, the Netflix conversation, you know, like, just, like, the idea, like, knowing something's there... Yeah. is very comforting like something that you trust and you like just enjoy that you just fall asleep to you know like that that is really nice and, and it, something that is 
that you really enjoy but isn't so important that it matters right. and like you're watching every second of it. Yeah. Like you can just put it on the background if you're doing something else or like exactly. you said if you're falling asleep although some of us can't fall asleep if the TV's on. Yeah. I, I, I really liked um, so they, I wish they did more stuff like on Twitch like cause like yeah I love like these game games on quick thing but I wish they did more of those like events where they would just play stuff with like or not but play meaning show like when they did the Bob Ross thing yeah. that was really amazing yeah. and then they did the Julia Child yeah. thing which was incredible and then recently like for the 20th anniversary Pokemon they just like had a marathon of Pokemon movies and you just like, ended up watching a lot I ended up watching so many Pokemon movies <laughs> like it, and part of it's that's so nice is that like also you can just have the Twitch chat on too, which is part yeah, of the fun. Like and there's all these people just like seeing the Twitch spamming chat. ridiculous responses. Like you yeah. know every time something happened, you know like I I loved when like the Bob Ross thing. I was like anytime that like he did something that looked like it wasn't perfect, people would just start saying ruined like yeah. over and over, <laughs> and then he would change it and it would be perfect, and yeah. he, they'd be like saved, you know like it just like. It's yeah, just the things funny, that develop like, in the yeah, Twitch exactly. chat as things that people say are exactly funny. Uh, yeah, I, it, and that's coming because you know there's you know at any given time like like games on quick there's well, usually at, at all times there's over a hundred thousand people watching that stream. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of nice and the stuff like you know and they're not just uh, like when you watch a television show on CBS you know there's you know millions of people watching that also but you're not engaged with them at all and it also is a larger community of just random people so it doesn't like right. have as much meaning but these but, things are more specific yeah, so it's you like, know that you really have something right. in common with. it's like there, how many people are there in the country that really like watching other people speed run games it's not a not large a market amount. yeah so but i mean it's enough that they make like a, a million dollars yeah. for charity which is amazing um but uh but well, yeah. Why wouldn't you donate money when you get to vote for saving or killing the animals? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's great. It's uh, it's it's cool. Like, cause it's a small community, and you have engagement with all of them. Even though, like, you can't really talk to anyone on Twitch chat. No. Because it's just like people yelling at the screen, basically. Mean, but it's funny. I and recently it's, you know, watched a Geek and Sundry Geek and Sundry thing on Twitch where they were doing a table read of a script, movie script, and um. And it, there were few enough people watching that you could actually, like, read each person's oh, thing right. in the Twitch chat. And if you wanted to respond to someone, you could. Um, but those bigger things, it's definitely just so many people yeah. posting. It's like you can't even read everything, um, you know. So it's not really like a dialogue. But yeah. it still feels like there's, like, a camaraderie knowing that all those people are watching it and thinking, you know, the same thing. Uh, so yeah, definitely. So we'll probably try and watch more of that um, this week. The speed run stuff. Yeah, I love it. it it's one of those things that like. And then I, the extra life thing, we're maybe gonna try and actually do some yeah, of yeah. ourselves, That's, where we are gonna. Have I, a I'm really excited for that. And there's, I think, video I think for, most likely we might just add ourselves to the giant bomb community yeah. and contribute to them. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, that, I'm I'm excited to do that. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be a it's a long 24 hours, but I love doing things for. I think we were I was telling you about this too before. I I love anything that's like kind of a challenge to like when we went to um, 
when the new Star Wars movie came out and we went oh, to yeah. all the Star Wars movies in a row in the yeah, theater. Like, I love doing stuff that's like marathoning something yeah, or um, stuff like that. So I'm pretty excited about doing that as well. Oh, we're passing the horse right now. There's a horse. Say hi, horse. He waved. Uh, we asked him if he would say hi, but he said nay. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, I, and I, everyone well, just tuned out of our podcast. We can just say wait, whatever wait. we want now because nobody's listening. <laughs> Hold on, guys. No. <laughs> Come on. Ari out the door. He's gone. All right. Um, yeah, the... Um, uh, I love, yeah, when, whenever there's a good chance to go to one of those, like, marathons theaters, oh, yeah, such a good time best. doing that. The I really best. wanted to go to, you know, the the Loft uh, does the, the Scream-a-Rama thing, yeah. and I, hopefully the next one they do I'll will have, be able, yeah, yeah you'll have the day, have hours, we can so. figure that out, because it's like a 24-hour, basically, or a 12-hour, or something like that, 18 hours, something like that, uh, they just do a, a fest of horror movies and stuff. And the Loft is great. Really they do a lot great. of really um, awesome stuff. But yeah, the stuff like that, like... That's so much fun, and yeah, so I'm excited. And like, you know, you—that's a long time to play games in a row, but we if, can do it. If there's only if there's one thing that I can actually stay up doing, it's and I won't, video games. like, I'll actually be yeah. able to stay up. It's playing video because games because you fall asleep thing. doing everything else. That's absolutely true. Movies is yeah. Don't worry, I can carry it. Okay, I'll just be in the back. <laughs> Anytime you fall asleep, I'll just grab open. the controller and take over whatever game yeah. you're playing. Act, like maybe every time that I fall asleep, I have to donate money. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> Uh, it's like the, you know, have a jar and then you just yeah. put a dollar in there. And, I mean, if we can maybe get some people, like some of our friends and stuff, to do some guest spots and, yeah. you know, if they want to come play video games for sure. a while. And, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. So. so hopefully we'll get to do that. For sure. What else? Um, well, I haven't, due to my work schedule, I haven't really been accomplishing a lot lately. Uh, Stop was, making excuses, Aaliyah. All right, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Okay. For not watching TV. That seems fair. <laughs> um, I did, however, just finish reading uh, Amy Poehler's book, which isn't like super topical because it's been out for a while, um, but I hadn't read it before. So I was at the airport um, recently, the Denver airport, and I found myself with nothing to do because I had forgotten my headphones and I hadn't brought a book initially because I just had a little carry-on and I didn't want to carry the book separately and it was a huge mistake. Basically the whole situation. Um, so I ended up buying a book so I'd have something to do because I had a layover. And so I bought Amy Poehler's book, Yes Please. And I just finished reading that and I thought it was really great. I really like Amy Poehler obviously so I knew that I was gonna like it. Um, but she also has a really nice writing. You know, you sort of when famous people write a book you're like okay well I'm gonna like this because I know this person and you know maybe I like them as a celebrity or whatever so I want to read about their life and um that kind of thing but but she actually has a really uh nice writing style like a sort of poetic a lot of mm. and which I guess like she She's a very good writer. She's a writer, right? So like, yeah. she does a lot of writing in addition to acting, you yeah. know, whether it's like comedy or, you know, other yeah. scripts and things. Um, but I guess I didn't really expect it to be quite so uh, enjoyable to read in that way in addition to just... Is it just, is it like a straight... Like, is it a biography, bio, like autobiography, memoir um, kind of thing? Or is it just kind of a collection of different... It's an auto... It, it's 
sort of both. So it, it is an autobiography memoir, but sort of built in a collection of stories. And she has a few parts where other people, like there's a little section that's written by Seth Meyers. Um, you know, so it's kind of a little a, an interesting collection. There's pictures of like when she mentions her report card from third grade or something, it'll have like an image of things that she oh, talks. Yeah. So she, she, there's, there's pictures and um, both photos and also uh, in, like scans of various memorabilia that she, wow. from her life that she mentions in the story. So it's sort of like a little collection of um, letters and stories and things like that. There's a part where she mentions that she loves it when books have, like you would have a book that you're reading and it's accumulated stuff um, from wherever you've been reading it. You know, like it, you maybe have a receipt from something that you bought while you were reading the book is stuck in there and like a bookmark and maybe a picture, you know, and she, she initially wanted it to be her book have that already so that when you open the book there's like all this crap fell out of it oh. um, but they didn't she didn't really get it together in time was her that, that's a funny their, idea her words so the, it is kind of like that but with yeah. the stuff scanned in as and it's all relevant to the stories um, so I but yeah I really liked it I I, I don't I mean, like, I like Amy Poehler a lot, and I know what she's done, mostly, but I didn't really know that much about any of the rest of her life, yeah. essentially, so it's cool, uh, especially, like, her earlier comedy years and stuff, um, before she was on SNL and all that, I didn't necessarily know, like, everything that she'd done, yeah. or how she had gotten into uh, where she was, so it was really interesting, I really, there's a, um, a Parks and Rec chapter that has... Uh, like footnotes by um, now I'm totally spacing the the guy who's like the creator and he know like knows Amy from other stuff. Uh, Michael Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she writes stuff. She it's like the chapter is written by her, but then it has little like it'll have like the numbers and then like off to the side or like oh. all these footnotes written by him, oh. like about the things that she's writing or commenting on the things she's That's writing. Fun. And that was really cool too. So yeah, I definitely enjoyed it and um, would recommend it if you are all at all interested in her. Like if you don't really care about her, then maybe I, should, yeah, I definitely you want to read it. I still it, but. like I, I told you the only reason I hadn't read it is kind of I, I think she reads the audio one. Yeah, and, which is so fun. I I listened. I don't remember if you ever read it or listened to it. Did you listen Penis? to Bossy Pants? Yeah, I yeah. listened to it because I had it. Because I had it on, oh yeah, yeah, and, and then I listened okay. to it on a work trip, like with yeah. um, when we were. And that, like somewhere. that one, definitely, I think that's why it made me so inclined to want to listen to Amy Poehler yeah. because, like, it just was like, it just is different when you get to hear yeah. it in the person's voice, and it feels like, you know, obviously you can kind of picture their voice when you're reading it, but um, and that's part of what being a good writer yeah. is. But like, I. I just, I don't know, I liked that so much, hearing her say the stories and know exactly when to inflect certain words and stuff that I kind of was like, eh, I definitely, but I, I would be open to reading it too, if, you know. Well, what you should do is listen to it, but then also have the book so that you can look at the pictures and things right. that go along with sure. it when you're, and like, I wonder, like, the footnotes, are those read by him? Like, did they that get him really in to cool. read those, or does Amy just read those too? Or if, I don't know. So yeah, I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't mind maybe in a couple months after I'm not, haven't just finished reading it, listening to it, 
it because I do. Yeah. It is always more fun to hear the person that's yeah. written it read it themselves. Um, so I would definitely re redo it by listening if we had if you bought it or something to it. Yeah. So that's yeah, mostly what I've been up to lately. I haven't really been um, listening or watching much. The only other, well, I had two other things. I think that were major things that I did and uh, one of them I'm going to hold off on talking about because I think that it's something I'd like you to do as well. Maybe okay. we talk about it because it's very much in the spirit of this podcast uh, but I played a video game uh, that is takes about two hours to complete um, that was very critically lauded a couple years ago when it came out um, but I had never gotten a chance to play it. Um, so We'll, Are you uh, not going to tell us what it is? It's a big secret? I think, or? Yeah, we'll okay. hold off on it. I don't even know what uh, it is. You can probably figure yes. it out based on the fact that it's... Is it scary? No, it's okay, not scary. Good. Uh, but we'll <laughs> hold off on that for okay. now. And uh, We'll talk um, about that another day. And maybe you can play it when you have two hours. In it, I it, might be able to wrestle up two hours. Yeah, you should. Uh, so, yeah, maybe hold off on that a bit. Um, and then the other thing I did is... Uh, I, I, two days ago or something like that I watched uh, I finally watched Sin City uh, Dame to Kill For uh, which is so weird I let me tell you I, not the movie not the movie is so weird that's I. it's weird that I didn't see it I mean it probably is weird right because that's how Sin sure. City is uh, it's, it's weird that I didn't see the movie and I was thinking about that I was like how have I? Because it, it, it just ended up being on Netflix finally. And I was like, sure, I'll, I'll watch that. I've, mm-hmm. I've never seen it. It came out, what did it come out, like three years ago? Yeah, it was Something a while like Four ago years now. ago? Um, now, I was thinking about that and I was like, man, I loved that first Sin I City really movie. I really loved that movie too. Why didn't I rush out into the theaters and see that? Like, how did I, have I not seen it? It was a long it? time ago. That's, I mean, I loved it, like, a long time ago. That's the thing. That movie, so the sequel tanked. Like, it made no money. And I was like, so I was thinking about that. I was like, this is so crazy that I haven't seen this movie. And then I was like, that's why it made no money. Because even the people that really loved that, it was too long. They took too long. Yeah. You have to capitalize. It was a, The first one was a success, but you have to capitalize on that stuff in enough time. Like, if you go past four years or so between a sequel... Uh, if it's not a sequel like, you know, I mean, this even goes, you know, you're looking at how Independence Day hasn't really set the, you know, yeah. box office world on fire. It's too long. Like, it, it's one thing if it's, you're pulling out, you know, like Star Wars and you're revisiting something that has been, is so iconic. You right, know, like, but, it, and it still has been kept going in other right, ways. Right, exactly. It's not like no one has made any Star Wars anything no, yeah, for and that's true. however but, long. But like, even like, you know, let's call, let's say Indiana Jones, you know, when they did the the, the fourth one, it still right. did really well because the, that series is so iconic. And even with like the negative reviews and stuff from that movie. Right, people are going to go see it. And to be it. fair also that people hate that movie, but if you look, it, it still has like a 75 run to make right. a score. Like, I mean, like it generally got pretty good reviews from the average, like positive. So, right. uh, but, but, but still. Not like, like Batman v Superman. Right. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, 
<laughs> you just have to get one ready. Every episode has to have some sort of mention of Batman v Superman. I feel like in some ways. we could have just done a whole other Batman v Superman uh, no, episode. That, we talked about it, no. Uh, but we probably could talk about it. Yeah, more I, yeah than that's we probably did. true. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think you have to, you really do have to capitalize within a certain period of time. Yeah. And it, otherwise it starts getting a little bit like, people just aren't as excited about it anymore. Yeah, well They're, even the people that really liked it, yeah. like us, you know, if you maybe haven't seen it in a while, you remember that you liked it, but you don't, it's not sort of so yeah. fresh that you're like, yes, this movie. You're like, oh yeah, I remember liking that movie a lot, yeah. you know, but but if you haven't re I guess maybe if we had re-watched first one like a little bit before this one came out we probably would have been Maybe. more likely yeah. to go see it yeah it's it, well and i wonder if that's you know that's part of like the, the i think the secret to the success of something like the marvel machine you know like just like consistently releasing two movies every year you never forget yeah. that you like marvel movies like no. there's always a new one coming out like there's always a time there's never a time when it's far enough away that you haven't seen the trailer for the next yeah. one and that's that's the thing is in addition to there's always one coming out you know what it is yeah. you know like okay Quality's this movie's rad consistent. and then in another year we get to see there's this movie whereas you know. sin city didn't know there was ever going to be. Yeah, it was kind of like, then, you know, it was and a And then long, there was. And that's kind of like, later. Robert Rodriguez kind of does that thing where he's like, oh, it's coming. Like, and then yeah. it takes a while. Someday, and then, like, yeah, there's an update. And like, you know, like, that's kind of how he works and stuff. But, um, yeah, I, so I, I definitely liked it. Um, and I thought it was really enjoyable. Um, it definitely feels more like, even though it's the same people that made it, you know, it feels kind of like that, that style isn't as striking as it was when it came out. Right. Um, because obviously it was very distinctive looking at that time and yeah. like shocking, like nothing looked like that, you know. But more things have been uh, done since more then things that have are similar. That are, you know, like in the vein of that, you know, like it's kind of in the same way that like when 300 came out, everyone was like, oh my God, this movie looks so crazy. Like it, it's so stylized and stuff. And, and now a lot of stuff has kind of a look of that yeah. to it. And, um, so yeah, it was, uh, but I liked it and there was like some good, like the stories are still fun and like the, um, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it and he, he was cool. I, I always like anything with him. And, yeah, I like um, him a lot. It still has that really cool, distinct Sin City style and I enjoyed it. I just couldn't help but think more about it's a bummer that they just weren't on top of it. Sooner. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I, I just don't know, you know, like. Did you, when was the last time you'd seen. The first one? Sin City, when you uh, watched this. It's been probably five years since I've seen So you didn't feel one. like you wanted to rewatch that one before you watched this um, one? I, it was more of just like a consideration of time where I was just like, I just want to watch this. Like, yeah. there's, there's a bunch of movies on Netflix that I was considering watching at that point. And I was like, this just seems like the one that I feel like watching. And I. I kind of wanted to just, like, you know... Do you think that you... I mean, I know you said you liked it and everything, but do you think you would have maybe liked it even more if you had rewatched that maybe. one more? Is there... Um, I guess I don't even it's, know it's a, that much about it's, it since it's it came partial, out a long time ago and we never saw it. It's part of it's a prequel, it's a story. part of it's a sequel. Okay. It's like, because... And that's kind of how the first one was, too. Like, it, some of the stories took place before and after. Like, there but wasn't, like... It, a, it has, like, a lot of the same... Does it have any... Same people? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Bruce Willis is in it. Um, 
uh, Mickey Rourke's in it, Jessica Alba's in it. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of the same people are in it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the one major one is, uh, like, Clive Owen isn't in it. Um, but, um, but, yeah, like, there's, yeah, there's, like, some, I don't know, the stories are fine, like, the, they're good and enjoyable, yeah. and, um, So it was worth it's watching. It's absolutely worth watching, I think, um, uh, I, I did really like it, um, but, but yeah, I, I was more kind of thinking, as much as I liked it, I right. ended up coming away just being like, that oh, that's a shame, because I would watch more of those movies, like, yeah. I would continue, but there's probably never going to be another one because of how badly this one did, and, like, I couldn't help but feel like if they had just been on, on, like, like at the ready with like that right. being something like that they were like if it had come out a year later or even two years later or something yeah, it would have done a lot better if it, yeah if it had been if it had come out two years after the first one I bet you it would have done great um, but it, yeah it just like it unfortunately just kind of was too late yeah it just you know in, too it, late I think there there, there definitely is like a, a handful of um, a handful of movies that have um come out like just a little too long and I think you know Independence Day for me is probably the most recent one where I was like I think they waited just I think that went a little too long for people to get that excited about it and it wasn't long enough for there to be like crazy nostalgia I, th- I think like maybe Tron was a little like that you know like where yeah. it was kind of like it's tough to like find the right time to release a movie like that right. and, uh, the, the second X-Files movie was like that like it was too long I think even though the, the show did really well when it came back this last time. Um, but, you know, it was a little... The movie, when the movie. It, that second movie when it came out, like, it didn't do very well because it was, like, a little too far away and, you know... you know. Yeah, I think and also the going to some... Not that people who are likely to watch the show aren't likely to also go to the theater, but it's definitely going to see a movie in the theater is a lot different than, right. like, oh, that X-Files show is on, yeah, I'll exactly. just watch that. exactly. It, it's a lot easier to revive a TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do wonder. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, like, I wish I had, like, a list in front of me. It was all, like, the different, like, revival stuff that they've been doing. But with, particularly with movies, because I think those are the more delicate one. Like, shows, like, you know, Twin Peaks is coming back. That's going to do fine. Like, because yeah. it's, it's a TV show. You know, like, people are still going to watch that. Uh, and the audience is on Showtime. It doesn't have to be a huge... You know, like it doesn't have right. to be a huge audience. Uh, Gilmore Girls it's just is coming back. It's a different back. situation yeah. than Gilmore Girls is coming back. Putting out in the theater. Right, exactly. It's just a different marketplace. Um, I'm sure Gilmore Girls will do great when it comes back. Like, yeah. It, it well enough to justify its existence on Netflix. You know, like it's not. I so I think TV shows are pretty easy to do that with, but um, also uh, TV show you it's gone on longer. Like as much as you love a movie. You're never gonna be as invested in it as with a TV show because TV shows are multiple. Well, some of them, most of them, are multiple seasons. Like you really, you know what I mean? I feel like there's right. more of an investment there that is maybe more likely going to bring you back to For watch sure. it again. Like with Gilmore Girls, no one who didn't watch and like Gilmore Girls is gonna be like, oh, there's new Gilmore Girls. And I don't know. You know, yeah. of course they're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Because um, Gilmore Girls was long, and you, if you liked it, you were really invested and, you know, watched all the seasons and everything. Whereas, no matter how good a movie is, it's just a single, 
you know, two hour thing that I feel like it's harder to sort of accrue that, you know, big invested audience right. that's like, I love this so much. And, th- and I think that also kind of ties into the to the Marvel thing, you know, like it, it's essentially playing out like a TV show. Like, right. Because you get installments so consistently and you build the relationships with characters for such a long period right. of time. Like, you know, you it's not you don't get as connected like you said with a you know you watch one movie and then like you don't see those characters for four years you know that that makes a difference you you've kind of lost you know like it's yeah they don't feel like friends that you're continually being visited by that's why you get so engaged with a tv show to me is that every week you know you would see your friends like these characters that are important to you or you know whatever and Uh, all those other things you mentioned like star wars and indiana jones yeah it was a really long time since the previous ones and the most recent one but there were three previous ones and those ones were close enough together that it built up you know what I mean like if there was one Indiana Jones movie a long time ago and then one now yeah. it might have been less of a people wouldn't have yeah they were coming attached. out consistently quickly there were still every three, three years um, or initially that were close enough together for people to build that kind of relationship whereas Sin City is just one movie right. and yeah you liked it but then you never thought about it again for 10 years or whatever also to be fair like I mean we're using examples you know by saying Indiana Jones and Star Wars you're using two of the most important iconic franchises right. Right, but my of point all is, time if but, there had been one Indiana Jones movie when it originally came out maybe people wouldn't it wouldn't uh, have been as iconic I I know I, I really people do think still it, would I mean remember if there had only been one much. Star Wars people still would but I mean those are rare franchises I right. mean like how yeah. there's there's no other Star Wars yeah. you know like I mean but, I mean, um, I think Independence Day is a good example because it, you know, it was just that movie and it was quite a while ago and yeah. now... Yeah, and people's, you know, expectations change. And, but, but, like, also, like, what, you know, the next biggest franchise, when you're going down down the list after, you know, you know, after uh, Star Wars, you, you get to, like, I mean, Harry Potter. And that was, like, consistent every... It was basically every one to two years you were getting a new Harry Potter movie. Like, it was very consistent, like, running... Like, they kept popping up. So there was never enough time to lose your interest in those characters. And, like, those movies continue to do amazingly. Um, But what, you know... That was a thing that happened with, like... It felt like Narnia. Like, that kind of... In the opposite way, it was take. It took kind of a long time between movies. And then, like, no one cared. But, you know, like... Maybe if that had been consistently like, planned out more in advance, more quickly, you know, like... Although, I feel like, for some reason, even if they, you know, even just with the first one, I mean, not that I didn't enjoy it, but it, it didn't grab me no, in a way no, that no. I felt like, Agreed. even from that one, with the next one, I wasn't like, oh, I have to see that. The first Harry Potter was definitely a lot better, I Yeah, think. Like, and in, it, in I was engaging. like, okay, I have to see the next Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Like, those characters were just generally more likable and... Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird though. Like, it's just interesting. Like the way the way like franchise strategies have changed since Marvel is very different. And, like, because like now you you look at like the the Star Wars plan now. It's every right. year it's we're same. getting a yeah. new Star Wars movie forever. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the plan. And every year we get two to three DC movies. And we ain't every mad year. about it. No, I'm not mad about either of those things. Because you know what, some of them aren't going to be perfect. Like, 
that's just how it is. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get a great one every time. But I have my options now. Like, right. you know, throw, show, give me a Star Wars movie every year. Some of them aren't going to be the, my favorite yeah. movies, but I'll still have the ones that are. And like, you know uh, like might, might as well go for they it. They might have ones that aren't as good, but overall, it's probably a better decision because it keeps people it's gonna more keep engaged that franchise in between. Going, man. And, you know, that's, that, that's, it's going to be tough for that franchise to die off, you know, like, because it's such a known quality. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, yeah, but like, that's, that's the thing about Marvel. Like, you can look at, you know, yeah, Age of Ultron made less than, you know, first Avengers but it still, <laughs> but it still made, made a lot, a of, lot money. of money and like it's gonna be a while before they get to the point you know I mean cause if you look at like they're they're making like Ant-Man was one of their lesser successes but it still made a ton of money yeah. and it was a movie about Ant-Man it was great. like they took Ant-Man I love me some Ant-Man yeah and that's a great movie too like and and that character is great, and it they did well enough that they added in making the sequel. Like they added that to their schedule and prioritized it uh, in the next few few years. Uh, the Ant Man and the Wasp, um, they put they made sure that was on the schedule. Now, like you know, like it it did well enough. An Ant Man movie again. Yeah. It's Ant Man. Like that's the point they're at. Where like that is now such a known. Yeah, brand, and it but. has. It's not just a movie, but it had a interactive thing at Disneyland and it was great. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Like they, you know what I mean? Like they, there was enough going for it that it wasn't yeah. even just the movie. They could promote it in um, Disneyland. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all interlocked, you know, like all that stuff is tied together now because of the Disney monster. Uh, and I, I, for one, welcome our Disney overlords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll just do what they say. Yeah, I'll watch all those movies. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll watch every one of those. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sheep. I'll do it. <laughs> Disney, um, Marvel, take, sheep. Just take, Star Wars. Take my money. Um, all yeah, the things. It doesn't matter. They got it all. Um, they should They should put out... They would never do that. That's a bad idea. Never mind. <laughs> well, they get to say what it is. I was going to say, they should... Disney should, like, create this thing that's, like, a certain amount of money... But it enables you to go see any movie that's under their umbrella when it comes out in the theater. It's like it, a special pass. It would have to be a lot of money. I know. That's why I said they would never the do fact, it. Yeah, it because they would probably lose money. Right. Um, and that would also be a very hard thing to navigate with theater owners and stuff like that. <laughs> that's why I said they wouldn't yeah. do it. But in theory, I'm glad you shared it would it. be cool. Uh, yes, that would be great. Because I would go to all the Disney And movies. then you'd get a fancy pass. Yeah, I do like have on a lanyard. Oh, stop! <laughs> I can only get I can only get so erect. Uh, Dan loves a good pass on a lanyard. Oof! Uh, I love lanyards. Um, You're gonna use your lanyard for the Loft uh, Ghibli movies when we go to Totoro tomorrow. Yep, I'm excited to see Totoro again. I've already seen I've seen Totoro at the Loft before, but I I yeah. will always watch Totoro. Totoro is my fave. Because I loved it when I was a little kid. Yeah, it's 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 not my favorite Ghibli movie, but it's it's one that I really do love, and it's it was the first Ghibli movie I ever yeah. saw. So. That's why it's my favorite because I have a lot of nostalgia yeah. value tied in. I remember getting, I got, I remember I saw it. I, I mean, I must have been, I was very young when I saw it the first time, but it was when it came out the first time on home video. Yeah. Uh, and I remember I got it at Costco. My mom got it for me at Costco, and I got. 
had the cassette and it yep. came with a little stuffed Totoro as Aww. well. Um, Mine didn't come with a Totoro. Oh, yeah. uh, Jerks. I, I was just a Costco pack, you know, they had it. Yeah, I don't know if we got ours at Costco. I don't know if I still have that. Um, we didn't own a lot of movies, but we actually did own that movie on VHS, oh, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, That's no, why I watched it a lot. It was great. When you only have 10 movies, you just watch those 10 movies over and over. Yeah. That's why I watch Star Wars a lot, Indiana Jones. I'll do it. Disney movies generally, I had quite a few of those. Sure.